I'm here to prove who I am and what uh, what I stand for, not just my words, uh, but my actions. Hopefully you guys see what I'm about, more so what I say, but more so what I do. He can play split end, he can play flanker, he can play in the slot, he can return punts and sell popcorn at halftime. We're excited about this guy. I think it all starts today with the commitment from guys there and everyone there you know, to make the Raiders great again. With authority! Emergency, emergency, emergency this, pod. This, this emergency podcast. Welcome everybody to With Authority, Larry Beal and Casey Pratt. Emergency Antonio Brown podcast. When we woke up this morning, Antonio Brown was released by the Raiders. Hours later, he was a New England Patriot. <laughs> Can you believe this? It's Randy Moss all over again with probably less drama, but it's not completely unbelievable that he ended up on the Patriots this is just nuts the whole thing has been nuts really I don't want to say since the moment that he signed but certainly the sequence of events leading up to this week and then the last 72 hours have been bat bleep crazy (laughs) I mean I think from the moment he got fined I believe that he was orchestrating his way out of Alameda and Silver and Black. And and I have to say, I don't know if you share this, I got hoodwinked because for a few days there, I had some legitimate concerns about Antonio Brown's mental health. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy is showing some crazy signs, and now I think it was more crazy like a fox. Like, he decided at some point... And maybe, you know, the millennials can weigh in. The second you unfollow your quarterback and your team on Instagram, I'm out. And I think from that point forward, then it was a question of kind of the Steelers drama all over again. How nuts do I have to act before they cut me? And then I can go to Bill Belichick whispering in my ear that I could go be a Patriot. Yeah, I think that it's crazy like a fox. Because when I saw everything that happened here, I realized just how brilliant this play was by him. And going into this, I didn't think it was the case. I thought this guy's just becoming way too big of a problem. I've been an A-B supporter. You know that. Yeah. You drafted him in fantasy football oh, this year. Man. You're an A-B he... supporter now. <laughs> well, But I always liked A-B because the dude performs. So going in... No matter how crazy it got to backtrack, I thought if they could just make it to Monday Night Football, (laughs) just get this guy on the field in a real game, we will quickly forget all this nonsense and see exactly why they are dealing with everything they're dealing with to accommodate him. But he didn't make it to Monday. And so the question you asked is really good. When did that switch flip? And when did he decide, I'm out, this is all a plan, i got to become a free agent? Now, the question is, did it happen when he got the Mayock fines, or was that just a convenient excuse? Because you saw what happened with the Steelers. He wanted off, he acted up, he didn't threaten to punch his GM, but he did dye his mustache blonde, which is a pretty big issue in itself. Um, He crazied his way out of town. The Raiders decided that, oh, we're going to be the team to fix this guy. And we should say one thing. We can do this. Virtually every coach thinks, Yes, they do. I know he was a problem over there. Yes. But once 
I get a hold of him, and once we we get him into our system, mm-hmm. he's going to get in line. And maybe that will work with the Patriots. The Raiders don't have the infrastructure That's the problem. to handle this kind of thing. They think they do, though. They think that they could have taken on Antonio Brown when they brought him in and fixed him and made him the star that they need. But it's possible that he crazied his way out of the Steelers the Raiders absorbed him, and no matter what they did, they were never going to succeed with him because Antonio Brown wanted to be a free agent. He wanted to play for a winning team, and he got that in the Patriots. So maybe the switch flipped when Mayock sent him the fines, or maybe, just maybe, this was his plan all along, and this dude is way smarter than we all want to give him credit oh, for. Are we giving him too much credit? I don't know, point, man. Though. He's on the Patriots now. He's making just as much money now. And he really has suffered zero ramifications. He's going to miss week one, and that's pretty much it at this point. Well, he had $30 million guaranteed. I know, from... but he's on a one-year deal with $9 million in signing bonus and a $15 million on the line. So for one year, $15 million, he didn't lose anything. Sure, that's, that's correct. He really didn't. Yeah, I really feel now in retrospect... I mean, and we could go down, you have the timeline from the moment that he signed, and you put together an amazing montage that everybody should click on Twitter, and because you know, we'll post it there, we'll post it everywhere. It'll be up. It's, it is fantastic. But, you know, there was so much drama with the helmet and the feet, the cryo Head, that went bad. shoulders, knees, and toes, knees <laughs> and toes. That. That's right. So there was that, and then missing... Apparently, a bunch of team activities for which he was fined, and and there were reports he was not attentive in meetings, and he's on Instagram when they're trying to have meetings and things like that. So a lot of of aberrant behavior that would suggest that he just wasn't into it with the Raiders. And then came the whole thing. He, you know, I think the Raiders... I feel like their plan was you know, good cop, bad cop, because Gruden was going to be good cop, and Mike Mayock, the GM, was going to be bad cop. Like they figured out, okay, this is our strategy to deal with him. You know, you you have the belt, and I'm going to love him. Okay, I'm going to hug him, and you you know, so we're going to have this <laughs> discipline, and that we're going to go, we're going to be able to manage yeah. this. But I really think they just got played. I think down the stretch in the last 72 hours or so, they got played. And it was hysterical, I mean, looking back at it now, because, you know, the, he's he's off the reservation. He's all in or he's all out. Okay, he's in. Then he's out. Then he's out. And then, then he's in again. He's in again. And then just when you think he's in, then he posts a secretly recorded conversation with him and Gruden where you could hear Gruden's exasperation. What like, the hell's going on, well, man? you just... Just shut up and play football. I mean, do you do you want to be a Raider? I mean, Gruden's almost pleading with him, and and Antonio because he Brown, wants it to work so bad, right? Right, because he wants it to work like, so bad, and that's genuinely that's, that's the thing is if you have enough talent, you can do almost anything because you have unique talent. Unique, he's, he may be the best receiver in football. I mean, yeah. you could argue, all right, Julio Jones is a bunch of other no, guys. I take Antonio Brown okay. over Julio, uh, but if you have that skill set. You're going to get chance after chance after chance. And so here it is again. Look, like 24, 48 hours ago, there was all the speculation. Nobody's going to touch him. He's a lunatic. Five hours later, he's on the Patriots. Yeah, and I think that part of it was he was trying to crazy his way out of town. The Raiders were trying to make it work. Brown had a little extra leverage here, too, because you have to remember, 
This is the second Hall of Fame-level talent the Raiders have lost right before week one, two years in a row now, with Khalil Mack getting traded right before week one. So I think after suffering through that, they didn't want to lose another Hall of Fame caliber player right before the season started. It's just a gut punch to the team right before they kick off the season. It's just a devastating blow. So I think they really didn't want to see that happen, but things just started adding up too quickly. I've been an Antonio Brown apologist. I've thought that, like I said, if he got on the field on Monday, it would be fine. But when I was thinking about it this morning, I was really thinking the Raiders were in the right here in doing what they did with the fines and releasing him because their hands were forced. You can't tolerate that behavior. This is a team sport, possibly more than any other sport is a team sport. You have to have everybody on the same page. Granted, you could be a little more lenient with this guy versus that guy, but the way that Antonio Brown was acting and what he was doing, it was clear that it was time to move on from him. No matter what they overcame, if they got him on the field, it was apparent it was just going to be another issue coming up. And they had to act because if they didn't act by Saturday, they would have been on the hook for his guarantee more likely. So they had a lot of decisions to make, and they, I think, did the right thing. Now the question is, who's to blame? Who's to blame for all of this? Is it the Raiders' fault for believing they could transform this guy, or is it Antonio Brown's fault for just playing the Raiders? Because I really agree with your point. When I saw what happened today and I saw that he got that deal with the Patriots, I immediately thought to myself, he played him. And he won. Yeah, I think there was a point at which he probably was excited to be with the Raiders. But you could argue that they didn't make enough of an effort to do the due diligence when the Steelers, who were one of the quality organizations in the NFL, are basically giving him away for a six-pack of beer. I mean, <laughs> third was, and a fifth, It was a right? third and a yeah. fifth for one of the best talents in the game. It's a red flag that says, yeah, wait a second, where's my, where's my sound effect? I've got to get, <laughs> find my sound effect again. Here, let's see. It's, a, it's, 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 it's scre- this sound. It's screaming at you. Don't, don't go near him. Don't go near him. Yeah, that, that's better. I mean, but they, they fell in love. They were intoxicated with the idea that we could get this perhaps franchise-changing talent for almost nothing. And we have John Gruden, this offensive mastermind, who's going to put him in the right slot, and Derek Carr is going to get him the ball. And it's, it's, you can... You can fantasize your way into making this come true, and it's it's a risk worth taking, but it's so classic dumpster fire Raiders. They can't do anything right. And when we did our, our NFL preview edition, we were picking wins and losses for the season. Given the Raiders' schedule, I was anticipating Antonio Brown to go off the reservation after the the crazy even road without trip, all this, without right? without any yeah. of this lead. I mean we, we I thought it was going to be normal up to the start of the season but you know they have that hellacious string of road games and the London trip and so there's a good chance that they could start like 1 and 6 something like that and I thought at that point he's going to either shut it down or it's going to be him versus Derek Carr because he's not getting the ball out of But all of that was going to be like football-related yeah, activity. Yeah, like, exactly. On, but not this where it's just one bizarre behavior after another. What is going to be fascinating is what happens. Like, is he the perfect solid citizen 
for the Patriots and Bill Belichick? Because you have to believe that Belichick gets on the phone with him and goes, A.B., you know we don't play that here. Yeah, <laughs> and that <laughs> won't go- be recorded. Yeah, yeah wait, wait, it better not be recorded. <laughs> like, I have to think they're going to have a zero-tolerance policy. Like, you're not live-streaming the coach's address to the team. You're not acting out on Instagram. You're, you are going to do it the Patriot way, mm-hmm. or you are done, dude, okay? You are done with us. This is your chance to play with a Hall of Fame quarterback with a bunch of other all-pro all players. You have a chance to win a Super Bowl. Don't screw this up, and we're not going to tolerate any nonsense because we don't. Well, we talked about taping this podcast probably three days in a row, and we really couldn't because every twist and turn changed everything in either direction. I think that what we're going to see now is a complete blackout on anything going forward. I think that now that he's in New England, it's over. You're not going to see the YouTube posts. You're not going to see the Twitter posts. You're not going to see the Instagram posts. He's shutting it down, and he's focusing on football. And it's really a shame for the Patriots in his behalf right now because they're playing the Steelers in week one on Sunday Night Football. He will not be able to play in that game. But I think that he buys in now. Like I said earlier on, this is Randy Moss all over again. It didn't work out with the Raiders. He went to the Patriots. Well, he tanked basically exactly. on the Raiders. He yeah. shut it down. It was completely. not good. And then he was—he was the best receiver ever again. Ta-da! And I think, again. I think you're going to see that again with Antonio Brown on the Patriots in that system with that quarterback in that winning mentality. All the nonsense is going to go away. He's on a one-year deal. He's going to be in the best possible circumstances for him to succeed and then hopefully act like a model citizen and get another contract, probably not with them, but maybe with someone else next season. He cannot do this anymore for himself and his future prospects and because the Patriots will not tolerate it. Now, you see this. We talked about it. Every coach thinking, I can fix this guy. There is one coach that can. That's Bill Belichick. There's one system that can. That's the Patriots you got to see the writing on the wall when you take on a reclamation project when you're the Oakland Raiders, who are already in a state of general chaos most of the time. Well, what's interesting from a Patriot perspective is they already have a dude just like this in Josh Gordon. Yeah. Josh Gordon has different issues. Very different issues. But, again, you have two receivers who, when they are right, are scary good, like impossible to cover – Except you don't know how many games you're going to have each of those guys for. It's like, well, how can we pencil in Josh Gordon I mean, for six games before he goes off the rails? And what about A.B.? But so to put these guys together is maybe the best thing ever or catastrophic with Belichick trying to and Brady trying to keep them together. We'll, I know, we'll but I think a behaving A.B. could be a great influence on Josh Gordon, who has completely different problems. Right. Like, I mean, we saw it going into this season. We talked about it. Antonio Brown is not going to throw his season away. This guy works so hard. Yeah. He works harder than most people I've ever seen training, getting ready for the season. The dude's a monster. So you know he's not throwing all that work away. You know he's not throwing all the money away. It looked like he was doing that with the Raiders, but it all worked out for him financially at the Patriots. I think he could be a good influence on Josh Gordon. I think Antonio Brown has no choice but to be a model citizen with the Patriots. And the one X factor I see here is what does Rob Gronkowski do now that he sees Antonio Brown on the New England Patriots? He 
could very well come out of retirement. He's already kind of been hinting at it. I, I just don't see that. I'm I know, jumping back in I that know, mix of AB, though. I, I'm but, jumping right back in if I'm growing. But he's, his body was so beaten up. I mean, if ever there was a guy that needed time away, and I don't know that you could just jump in. Let's say, oh, uh, week 10, I'm going to work out, and I'm going to come back in. I mean— He's saying he's in the best shape of his career. He's saying that he feels better than ever. Yeah, because and he's saying he misses football. Right, because nobody has hit him upside the head in, <laughs> in the past six months. I don't or nine know, man. Months, this whatever. might be too tempting. I'm adding him in all my fantasy leagues. I've added Gronk he's in not every even, league. He's not even eligible to be added. He can be added. He can and be I've added, added him. Yeah. He's on my team. <laughs> well, I the, think Gronk is coming back. You're the commissioner of our league, so you're basically <laughs> you, you're off the reservation. Also, okay, so. You think AB is going to be a model citizen? I think he I, has to. I His whole future depends think, on it. I just, I know you said kind of the blackout on all the social media. You know, I lived in New England for a while when I was at ESPN. I just want to see him when the, the fall colors begin turning, like in a hot air balloon over New England with Bill Belichick. <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> Can we get one shot of that? Can we bring, bring the hard? Oh, imagine no. being hard knocks and all the, like the past 72 hours going down and you got none of it. Yeah. You got none of it. <laughs> it ended at the wrong time. You had almost no access the entire time. This season of hard knocks was terrible. Yeah. It started, I mean, Gruden is entertaining and you know that, but they gave... The crew no access to the real meat and potatoes of who's on the team. They didn't have. They weren't inside the coaches' room where they were debating the skills of the play. They got nothing. They got squat. They got squadoosh. <laughs> and then all the real stuff. And then all the real stuff happened. The show ended. So okay, where does this leave the Raiders now? Because as you said, for the second consecutive season, arguably the best player on their team is gone. You know who I love as a wide receiver. Amari Cooper. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not even going down that okay, road. All right. Tyrell Williams. Well, he's got to get he's every— He's a great wide receiver. Yeah, every. He's obviously was their number two. He could be a number one guy. And if you heard one peep out of this dude, no, none. That is a good wide receiver. I think they lean on him. I think that's going to help them a lot. Uh, I like that guy a lot, actually. And you know what? I think that Waller's going to step in here, too, the tight end. Right. And I think that he's going to start getting a lot of value, too. If you don't add Gronk, add Waller. Add Waller right now. I, I think that he's going to be a big now factor Now we're doing for fantasy I'm updates. just saying, like, yeah. you got to look at the repercussions here. They just lost the best wide receiver in football. So who's going to eat up those targets? I think that all the attention is going to be on Tyrell Williams now. He was going to be lucky with Antonio Brown oh, there taking sure. all the coverage. So I think Waller's going to be the biggest guy that benefits. One of the sidebar stories that was covered in Hard Knocks was Keelan Doss. He gone. Right? That was the local kid from Alameda. Yeah. And they built him up, built him up, and it looked like he was going to make the team. And then they cut him. He goes to Jacksonville mm-hmm. and signs with their practice squad. Then the Raiders, after they cut Antonio Brown. Well, they released him. Yeah. Well, released yeah. him. Then, so they're trying to get him back. And then Jacksonville ups. The the money, yeah. the guarantee for Keelan Doss, and Keelan Doss goes, yeah, I'm good, Chucky. I'm staying in Jacksonville, and it's just it's just again, it's like this classic Raiders thing. Oh no, we can we got to get him back. Uh, uh, no, nope. he doesn't want to come back. Local and guy so, and everything. So again, all right, where does this leave the Raiders? They were so invested, and we heard some of the players talking today about how look, he didn't, AB didn't want to be here. He had to go. Enough was enough. This was it. So here you are taking the field for Monday Night Football on ABC7 uh, against the Broncos. And it just has to be deflating 
although they didn't have it all in the preseason, and he hardly practiced in training camp, so I don't know that the offense will be materially impacted in that, oh, we were working with this guy all along, and and, and he and Carr had their time. He was never there. Yeah. So it's not like you miss that. You just miss the most dynamic weapon that you ever would have had. Yeah, and I think that's a big problem for them. I'll make two points on this because, you know, last year Carr did not throw the ball down the field. Right. You know, he was dinking and dunking. He, I think his average completion was like seven and a half yards he's not throwing the ball very far so Antonio Brown the improved offensive line Tyrell Williams these were going to be the solutions to that problem these were going to be the things that fixed the Raiders offense in Derek Carr which then would take pressure off the defense would take pressure off everybody you don't have that anymore on the other hand I don't think the Raiders were going to be particularly good with AB yeah um but for the players you know they can't look at it that way and you know, after the whole scuffle with Mayock, the alleged scuffle and well, threat. There, yeah, it was. But uh, listen to what happened after that. They threatened to suspend him. He made an about face and apologized. And then the emotional, captains. Emotional. Emotional apology. But the captains of the team stood up there with him and got his back. Right. And he just spit in all their faces today. Yeah. So I, as, They got played. As, they as, got played. They got played. The, the team captains, the players on the team, whether they'll admit it or not, they won't. They'll just say, oh, he wasn't around anyways. We got to do our job. They have egg on their face. They absolutely do. And it's, it's not really good to play a bunch of guys like that. They all just got his back yesterday. Yeah. And now an, he's gone. Crazy turnaround. Imagine being a Las Vegas Raiders season ticket holder. Oh. You put your money down. Boo, I'm sorry, I'm Vegas. See AB yeah. with Derek Carr. It's going to be amazing. What a squad we're going to have. I could not have any less sympathy for the Las Vegas Raiders. No, I, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Oh, but, sorry. But I'm kind of bummed for us and the local Raider fans in the final season in Oakland. Like, this would have been potentially a great show just to watch. I mean, as nutty as this whole thing has been, he's he's great on the field. On the Let's field, see, he's the best. I mean, he's just amazing to watch. I mean, you're just looking at the hard knocks. He's so fast. He gets in and out of breaks. The hands are great. He's uncoverable. Man-to-man, you don't have a chance to... To be denied the opportunity to see that up close and personal at the Coliseum in the final year, I feel bad for the local Raider fans just because I think that would have been an entertaining show. Mm-hmm. And just to see how Gruden would use him and, and if it would have worked, it would have been fascinating to watch week in and week out. And instead, we get to watch him with the Patriots. Which nobody wants to see. No, nobody no, wants to see the Patriots get any better. Rich get richer. Nobody wants that. I was excited, too. I feel terrible for Raider fans, Raider Nation, particularly Oakland Raider fans, because I think there is a difference between Oakland Raider fans and Raider Nation. There's a big difference. Yeah. Well, we'll end with this. Well, my siren isn't loading. How appropriate is that? <laughs> <laughs> siren, there it is. There's my siren. Finally loaded. Uh, bye, AB. It was fun while it lasted. Six months, zero games played, zero catches, zero dollars. New England Patriot from here on out. All right. Subscribe to our podcast. We have an episode up with Bob Myers right now, which is fantastic. Next week, Trap Yoga Bay. Wow. All right, let's Google get flexible. That. Look it up on Instagram. We'll be back. Aloha.
With authority!